0: It's going to be a very, very intense journey. Again. Hello, Internet, and welcome to episode 112 of Frame Skip, a video game podcast. This is going to be a weird one. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Elijah taking a break from the show. Austin underwater at work. Coach.
1: Not literally. Not, not literally,
0: not literally. The, yeah. Not the, li- I, I, I forgot the about hurricane. the hurricane. God damn. Well, he's, <laughs> in, he's in Atlanta, so it's, it's close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that was a poor choice of uh expressions there. Sorry. <laughs> uh fine. coach it come
1: out six years from now, nobody would know. <laughs>
0: That's a good point. Coach is uh probably biking somewhere or lifting something heavy, and Seth uh God knows what Seth is doing right now. So I'm here, George, in in Studio H and uh bring back an old favorite of mine, got Fabio here. Hey everybody. Hey, Fabio, um If you listen to this show, you might also listen to Shortbox Summary. Fabio is a pretty regular co-host over there. And also, I think you've done one episode of of Frameskip in the past, like right when the PlayStation five came out.
1: Yeah.
0: God, I just missed your voice. I'm incredibly thrilled to have you back. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me tonight. Appreciate it, man, Thank you
1: for having me. Uh,
0: Fabio, what have you been playing lately?
1: Um, I the so the Modern Warfare 2 beta just ended, but I put like an obscene amount of time into it. <laughs> it's yeah. not like very much will transfer over from it, but um, I did like even after finishing out the pass on like the uh the progression in the uh beta, I was still played the shit out of it like i played it like too much so that mm-hmm. that was like my last two weeks that's all i've been playing and then uh lately last night i just popped on fallout 4 and i've just been playing that again and that's it that's like the only thing i've been interested in why fallout
0: and- why fallout 4
1: um so not too long ago i played fallout new vegas for the first time mm-hmm and, like, all the way through for the first time. And uh, absolutely loved that. thought it was, like, one of the smartest games I've ever played um, with all its stupidity. I think it's just a really interesting way to, like, create, like, uh, mission structure and, and character structures. Um, and so, yeah, I, I had never finished Fallout 4 just because I think it was too depressing at the time. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and started playing it tonight and realized how much more depressing. I'm just going to tell you this quick spoiler because it's amazing. And I thought it was such an interesting moment in Fallout yeah. that I'd never noticed before. There was this, I was walking towards this mission and I hear this voice crying out and it's coming from a refrigerator. And you can like leave that person in there that's asking mm-hmm. you to open it because you don't trust them, or you can open it or you just walk away whatever it doesn't matter um and then i chose to help out and i realized it's like this very small child ghoul that has been stuck in there since like the atomic or the nuclear bombs hit so he's just been stuck in this fridge for like years like hundreds of years (laughs) and jesus
0: uh, wait ghouls live that long
1: yeah ghouls don't they're like pretty much they can live forever until like unless they're killed. But oh, gotcha. um, yeah. Uh, so he had been stuck in there for just years. <laughs> and then you have the mission to take him back to his family. And you can like, I told the kid like, yeah, your family's probably dead. But then we got there and his family was alive and it was beautiful. Oh, that's great. Very sad. Yeah. So fall, it's a great game. And like, it's, it's what I love about it is just that like, no matter how many hours you put into it, there's always something else uh, to find. I. I, mm. I I was harsh on Fallout 4, but it's coming around on me
0: now. Also, one thing that's cool about Fallout 4 is in my personal headcanon, uh, that game takes place like in Boston and you're at Fenway Park and that version of the oh, yeah. Red Sox didn't trade away Mookie Betts for pennies on the dollar. So like that's a pretty exciting place to be. I know it's like a nuclear fallout wasteland, but um, yeah, I like but all I the idea like Mookie... avoided because of
1: it.
0: Yeah, like the idea of Mookie Betts being there, maybe Mookie Betts staying on the Red Sox is actually what caused the apocalypse.
1: Damn, I didn't even think about that. It's a I good mean, it, point. There's, there's gotta, there might be something there. There's so yeah. many hidden files and all kinds of stuff. I wouldn't doubt it. There might be the Mookie Bet somewhere ha- ha- out, ha- hanging out in Diamond City. You
0: yeah, know. you guys should check out my fan fiction on Reddit. Uh, I think you'll really <laughs> like it. <laughs> yeah. What if Tom Brady didn't lose to the Giants twice in the Super Bowl? Um, <laughs> then we then then uh, the world never would have turned into Tamriel uh, to give us Skyrim. So.
1: Would Tom Brady have been as popular if his teeth weren't as big?
0: No, that's the only reason he was popular was because he had huge, huge bunny teeth.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, because he couldn't run. So I'd assume the teeth were keeping him going. What have you been playing, dude?
0: Um, I set goals at the beginning of the year on this show, and I completely forgot that I said gaming goals. And so I've been like rushing to go back and actually accomplish. What are they? Some one of them, I have like never beaten Ocarina of Time.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I always get like halfway through it and then give up. And so uh, this weekend I traveled and I brought my 3DS with me and um, I drank like an entire bottle of scotch over the course of the weekend and didn't play any of my 3DS. But when I got back <laughs> Monday night <laughs> after after getting back, I played uh, I played like the first temple. And yeah, man, that game's always really good. I think it's got like such a strong opening. And then I'm just like wondering, when am I going to peter off this time? But I'm also I'm going to try my best to actually go through and uh, and beat it for once.
1: Do it. Have you ever played um, or gotten through Majora's Mask? Uh,
0: I have not played Majora's Mask now.
1: OK, 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 OK. I wasn't sure because I know that there's like a very split. Fan base for for each of those.
0: No, my roommate is different. My roommate in college was obsessed with Majora's Mask, and so I actually watched him play it a lot. Like I would just be like sitting on the couch doing homework, and
1: yeah, that's all you need.
0: We invented Let's Plays. I don't want your money uh, for this. I'm I'm like the guy who created pen not penicillin, probably penicillin. The guy who created um oh, that stuff for diabetes insulin. Bayer. I'm like the guy who created um, insulin. You say bacon, yeah. Bayer. Bear, no, not bear. I like the guy who created insulin and then gave the patent right. away for free. So like I invented let's plays in college, and I gave it away for free to let other people uh, profit wow. off my hard work.
1: Thanks for your contributions.
0: Yeah, anything I can do to help uh, everyone else is it's good. It's time well spent. Yeah. Uh, so I I don't have the urge to go and play Majora's Mask myself, but I've never finished Ocarina's It came out when I was like seven and it was just like the game is like a little too intense for a seven year old. And I don't mean intense as in like content wise. I just mean like trying to actually figure out what to do, like 3D space puzzles. Right. Because that was like the first time I'd ever been exposed to that because like I was playing on a Genesis before we got our, But It doesn't really before.
1: tell you all that much.
0: No, it sure doesn't. And uh, thankfully, the 3DS version does. So I've been enjoying that only a couple hours in. Besides that SD Gundam, uh, I kind of am hitting a wall with that game just because Yeah, like, that
1: makes sense. I it's hit my getting wall five minutes into the demo.
0: Yeah, it's getting harder. <laughs> like I've been like upgrading all my suits. I've been changing my teams out, trying to figure out what to do. But I think I'm like halfway through the campaign and I just like don't know what it wants me to do to actually beat these bosses that seem like they're freaking impossible to to overcome so we'll see how much more time I spend on that I was really convinced uh for one of my other goals I wanted to get to 100 platinums and I think I'm still sitting at 87 where I started at the year so we'll see I thought Gundam was gonna be one of those but I I just can't say anymore
1: no that's fair uh is it a is it like a heavy heavy platinum to get
0: no it doesn't seem that hard but like the game itself is just it's like speaking a, a, a dialect I like qu- don't quite understand, you know, like it's communicating to me, but I'm just like, OK, I know what I'm supposed to do, but I'm not sure how I'm supposed to do it. And so it, it's just like a 3D action game where you can do yeah, like, melees yeah. and you can do shoot uh, like, you know, distance shooting, whatever. And like it turns out knowing a lot about Gundam just doesn't help you at all. Like the story the story sucks because there's no English voice acting whatsoever. And so much of like the conversations play out in subtitles. Once the game starts, <laughs> there's so many like right. immediate confrontations that happens. So, like I don't have time to like read the subtitles because I'm trying very hard to get no damage on me. So I can like see a boss with like, you know, full health or whatever. And that's a little frustrating, especially because like, you know, I've got, all these characters from different timelines and like their their interactions should be really interesting because like you know they kind of occupy a similar space just in like a different continuity. But I have no idea what they're saying, so um maybe I'll just watch like a YouTube compilation of all the the intros and outros for these people because I ain't getting it from the game. I played
1: the demo and it was inside this like canyon area. Yeah, and it looked pretty much exactly like the Rogue the uh, Moss Eisley mission in Rogue Squadron. That's all I was thinking the whole time I was playing it. <laughs> I was just shooting down all the sand people running around.
0: Mm-hmm. What's funny, too, is like it. as soon as that canyon showed up, I was like, oh, I know exactly what level this is. Like, There's only <laughs> only, only one important canyon in, in Gundam continuity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about besides games? What else have you been doing lately?
1: Oh, no. I Any swear uh- they've asked this question in interviews before, and I'm like, don't. Please don't ask me what I'm doing with my personal life. I don't I meant nothing. like nothing. I meant like doing, I nothing. meant
0: like I meant like shows and movies. <laughs> like Oh yeah
1: yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> sorry, um, didn't want to get didn't want to get too personal. <laughs> sorry.
1: Uh, no, no, no. Um I haven't really been watching too much. Uh, we've been watching the new Game of Thrones show. And I was like checked out of Game of Thrones by like season four of the mm-hmm. last series. But I've been really enjoying this new series. Um uh, it's getting really good. So yeah, I've been been watching that. Um, And then I just watched this new show, which is fantastic. And I highly recommend it. It's um, it's called Mo and it's on Netflix and it's got one of the actors from he's a comedian as well, but it's got one of the actors from a show called Rami, which is also fantastic. Um, Super short. It's only like eight episodes, I think. And they're like 30 Mm -hmm. minute episodes. So it's very, very quick to watch, but really good.
0: When you first texted me Mo, I thought you were talking about Morbius because you just said Mo and I thought um, that was Morbius slang.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um I haven't watched enough to know about the Morbius Like, Did you watch that
0: movie? I haven't. I like, I remember uh, my partner, Leah was like driving back from like the city, you know, like the, the nearest town that has like a grocery store and something that sells DVDs. I remember being like, dude, it's really important to me. Like it's dead of winter. I got nothing else to do. It's really important. You got to bring back the Morbius Blu-ray. She's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I'm super serious. And it's been (laughs) six months and that thing is still shrink wrapped. And I feel and like such a dick. Yeah, and it's now on Netflix. I I, Ven- <laughs> I Venmoed her the twenty four ninety five plus uh you know respective sales tax to cover her expense. But I still feel bad about like pushing it. You should and, also
1: have to pay like like damages for trauma. Oh yeah, from having to touch that that box.
0: Well, that and just like what is it like a like some kind of fee for like her having to be the one in public
1: to yeah, do yeah, it yeah. like exactly you know the story about like oh,
0: guys don't wear condoms because they're too embarrassed to buy condoms it's like guys don't watch morbius because they're too embarrassed to watch to buy morbius
1: <laughs> like, yeah no i just i can't stand jared leto like i just i'm really tired of him as a person
0: is your favorite jared leto movie fight club because he just gets the crap kicked out of him
1: i mean it's a good one um i like i i didn't always have a problem with him but he just got really weird during justice league time like he was probably always weird but mm-hmm. like he got real weird, and that was where like I just couldn't keep up with the dude anymore. And he has like uh, an ad out with like Gucci or some other company for perfume, and the name of the perfume is Guilty. So he just slams Guilty all across the <laughs> the magazine wall <laughs> right in front of his face, and he just—I <laughs> don't know, man. He just seems like that's weird
0: that's dude. really bad, like reinforcement, right? Like if you just yeah! see his face and then the word Guilty, it it's says like Guilty. You're just sitting there, it doesn't you're like, even man. Matter. What did that guy do? I don't know what he did, but it's bad. He's guilty of it. he did it. He did it for (laughs) sure. He sure (laughs) did (laughs) all (laughs) of it, yeah.
1: But yeah, so yeah, I haven't watched uh, uh, Morbius yet. And uh, I I feel bad for it as a movie. So I just, I'll let it, I'll let it die there.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Have you watched Andor yet?
1: I haven't. I I feel like I'm going to get around to it eventually, but I just, I haven't. I haven't opened it yet.
0: I saw it's a really
1: stupid thing to complain about because it's a, it's, it's a dumb space movie with made for children that Mm -hmm. grown men fantasize about. And uh, I don't know, man, I saw a ship shoot out these lightsabers from the side wings and it threw me off and it like blew up another ship as it was flying. I saw that in an ad and I was like, I wish they wouldn't have put that in there. Cause it just like, it just seemed like the most like, disney thing <laughs> they could add to a movie i don't know i just wait sorry you don't like wish
0: a, you you wish it weren't in the ad or you wish it weren't in the show
1: i mean both would probably be good but i haven't watched the show yet so maybe there's a reason gotcha. for it and maybe it like it works you know and it's cool in the moment but like just seeing it in an ad i was like this is it was just felt like really out of place and uh so i yeah i just i kind of like a sour taste in my mouth about it i was like i'll wait to watch this for a little all bit
0: right can i sucks. can i run something by you Yes. All right. So I understand that not feeling very Star Wars, but how Star Wars does this feel? Like if um, like you got like a Corellian ship, right? Like uh, like Han Solo. Yeah. But it had like a wider front. You know how it has yeah. like the, the little inlet thing that's supposed to be yes. like a cargo holder or whatever. Uh, what if it was so wide? It was like as wide as like a, a, a Star Destroyer bridge. And then we saw or like it was two ships, right? That had to like run alongside one. And then they made like a giant lightsaber and they cut off a Star Wars uh, Star Destroyer bridge. Would that feel more Star Wars if it was like a little bit more janky?
1: Yeah, a little more scrappy. Maybe. But, you know, that's the thing is I haven't watched it, so I can't even say what it was or like, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 it doesn't really matter. It's just me being a big baby. And like seeing something and being like, I think I'm going to wait just because everything's been like so many remakes and so many different things have come out in the past few years. And it's just it's all like been left a very sour taste. A lot of new things have left a sour taste in my mouth. Gotcha. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I just I was like, I'm going to wait a little bit and see if this is widely hated (laughs) before I watch it. in case it's just gonna be terrible but i've seen some good things about it so far
0: i yeah our buddy colin was texting earlier saying that he was into it and he actually seems like really hard to please
1: yeah for, for disney
0: stuff except in particular
1: jurassic park
0: yeah that's the only thing that gets a free pass but even then he was yeah. super upset with dominion so yeah i feel like he's... I mean, he should
1: have been upset with jurassic world that that should have ticked everybody <laughs> off at that point.
0: i like jurassic world i didn't like jurassic haunted house or whatever the
1: Wait, what that's a thing is that like a the, lego movie
0: that was like the fifth one no i can't remember what it was called because there was dominion there's jurassic world which is like the first like chris pratt one and there was a second chris pratt one I and then dominion was the third yeah, yeah i
1: always forget that there were three i always i can't this whole time i've been thinking it was only the two but yeah i forgot about the second one i never watched it <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, i stopped was, at the first one
0: it was two different movies i feel like the first half they were like on an island that was like you know, going volcano and, There's uh, yeah, that, or Isla Nublar. It's hard to, hard to keep up. I feel like they just invent a new island in that archipelago every time. Yeah. Archipelago. archipelago. Legs, dude. Is it archipelago or archipelago?
1: Archipelago. I think.
0: Uh, I always do pelago Cause I see lago in Spanish and I'm just like, yeah, oh.
1: it's a problem. I, 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 yeah, I could be wrong mm-hmm. and I might be saying it the Hispanic way. I don't know. <laughs> lo siento home.
0: yeah <laughs> claro que si. uh i haven't watched andor i haven't watched she hulk i've been falling behind on my disney pluses but the one show i have been watching has been the rings of power show
1: how do you like it well how far away are like we're trying not to you know spoil it for anyone but mm-hmm. like how far ahead are you and, and how do you like it
0: I am three. I've watched three episodes. So I was going to do the fourth episode tonight. Um, Yeah. I think the production's amazing. And I think it's so weird to see like this world is just like so much more messed up than we thought it was. (laughs) You know, like you see, yeah, you, you see like real struggles between these people that like, you know, in the films are just like, wow, these guys really have their stuff together. And like, you're seeing them at a point in time where they just very much do not have their stuff together.
1: Yeah. 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 The only problem I've been having with it is the characters feel like they're being introduced really quickly and then they're gone. They don't show back up for a while. And then they're just like some like there's like just random, random characters that they introduce for like a very small plot point. But they give so much time and emotion and theater to that character that turns out to be like completely unimportant. And Mm -hmm. it's just very strange to me. But. I mean, maybe they're setting something up bigger, but so far, like, I like Galadriel, I like, you know, Elrond and everything, but, and, you know, the dwarf people, I don't remember their names, but they're cool. Oh,
0: man, but, that first episode was, like, amazing, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, the first one.
0: <laughs> the first episode yes. is incredible, where it's, like, it spoil light spoilers, but it's, like, Galadriel is, like, hunting down the remnants of Morgoth's army and is, like, slowly learning, like, through clues that, like there might be a new leader leading these surviving orcs and goblins and whatnot and it's like her basically trying to prove that this is real yeah and it's so good it's the first episode's incredible i don't care for like the stranger storyline like yeah i getting don't getting too spoilery but like oh. i don't know i thought it was gandalf it could be i don't, I don't know, know who it is yeah
1: yeah i don't know and it seems like such a background thing and then the characters that they use to introduce this stranger seems so unimportant i don't care i don't care about the kids george
0: well I we know who, we know the who kids. they are we know exactly who they are
1: the kids that found the stranger yeah yeah do we
0: yeah their last names we know who they are
1: oh yeah 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 but they just seem so unimportant like i don't know i just I couldn't well, care less about those characters.
0: That's a theme of Lord of the Rings, though. Things that seem unimportant that are. It's about a ring. I mean, who th- who looks at a ring and thinks that this is how you command legions, you know?
1: I don't know. I just I like le- I like fewer kids in my things. And I like I'm fine with kids. But like, you know, when it's catered to kids, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. how they did it with Star Wars with Leia. Where I was like, this is a Power Ranger scene. Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> I do believe
0: um, that Child Leia could outrun Flea. Like if Flea is getting into weird stuff in <laughs> California, what do you think Flea's doing in space? <laughs> you know?
1: It's <laughs> a fair point. Uh yeah, I don't know. But really I, I quick. Mean, just- also,
0: I don't know if I don't know if enough people listen to this show where it's gonna matter if we do this, but like really quick spoilers for for uh Obi-Wan. So, like, I always thought, like, in episode four of the the movies, when he's just like, I feel something, a presence I have not felt. And, you know, he's talking about Obi-Wan, like, being on the Death Star. And it's just weird to me that, like, you know, he's I thought he hadn't seen him in, like, 20 years. And it turns out he just hadn't seen him in, like, seven. So he's, like, shocked that Obi-Wan's, like, alive in the show. And then he's like shocked again that he's alive in the movie, even though it's been they less time.
1: Kind of broke time. that, didn't they? I didn't yeah,
0: they, sh- they sure did. That wow. that's like my that's like my only like stickler point. Like I wish yeah. I wish Obi wan hadn't confronted Vader. Like I I understand why it had to be there, but I wish Vader could have been under some kind of duress, and Obi wan could have like figured out a way to do it without actually being that's there. A good point, yeah. you know, just to like mess with him a little bit, like
1: and that's, or if. You know-
0: if they had just done more flashbacks to, like, Clone Wars stuff, like, I think you could have done scenes there.
1: I think, I think at some point, you know, if the world survives the next 10 years, um, or if humans do, um, (laughs) I think that, like, there will be a moment where people will look back at the way fan service was driven, like, extremely hard, via marketing, via, like, all this, these weird, like, technological ways through social media and all this, and, like, algorithmic algorithmically figuring out like what people want you know they want giant lightsaber battles and all this mm-hmm. other fan service stuff and i think it like eventually like i'm hoping that at some point they'll like kind of look back at this as like a huge mistake <laughs> that like just doing what the fans wanted was like not it doesn't make a good movie and they did that with the, the first star wars uh, episode eight or whatever where it was like absolutely fan service and they knew Mm -hmm. it and they did that on purpose. And, you know, I I don't know. I I feel like it's, uh, it started to backfire and backfire a little bit. Um,
0: Yeah. I really want my movies to feel less like it was co-written by eight people responding to each other in a Tumblr thread.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've been, I've been listening to a podcast recently, a lot called the rewatchables And like I cover movies on short box summary, but like the movies are themed. Right. And I I generally try to like go in order and it it kind of sucks because like I get to talk about these movies, which like were a huge, important part of my childhood, like Aaliyah and I got to do an episode on Daredevil, which like meant a lot to, you know, eighth and ninth grade me. But I'm not going to say that's like a good movie, you know? And so like that's like one one thing I'm jealous of is just like this podcast gets to talk about like Goodfellas and heat and yeah you know, like in Indiana Jones and, you know, Raiders, of the last lost Ark, or whatever. And I'm like, I'm just sitting here talking about comic book movies. I'm like, I have a category here called like, what did this movie change? I'm like, Oh, it's really, this would apply better to like better movies. Um, <laughs> and man, I just, uh, I, I miss real movies. I think is like kind of what I'm getting at. And like, yeah, I understand everyone yeah. was dunking on Martin Scorsese for saying this isn't cinema, but like the dude was kind of right. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's, it's not yeah. cinema. It's, it's marketing, you know, that's all yes. it is.
1: Yes, I agree. And, and that's, that's the hard, you know, that's the hard part of it is like, I know it like annoys people because like, you know, they have huge fan bases and I get it. It's fine. It's fun. They're big, dumb, loud movies. They do what, you know, they're supposed to do. And mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine to enjoy those things. But I think that there are a lot of really interesting creative movies out there. You just have to kind of look And that's that's the problem is that there's it's so hard to find them (laughs) or like to to figure out that they're there just because of how loud, you know, the theater is with constantly pumping Disney movies and large IPs.
0: I like wonder, like of the top 100 YouTube channels that talk about movies, what percentage do you think their most recent video had something to do with like Marvel Star Wars? or right. like Warner brothers, you know? And so it's just like the conversation, like it's, it's not even that like, you don't know where to look for the movies. It's just, you don't even know where to look for the people who are talking about the movies you need to look for, you know? Yeah. And it's tough. Cause this is a very pro Top Gun Maverick podcast, you know, but I'd also argue that there was like more cinematography, <laughs> in like the first 10 minutes of that movie, than like most of the MCU and in, in phase four. So I, I don't know. Like it, it feels weird, like, defending one, like, billion-dollar corporation against, uh like, another. Right. <laughs> but. Yeah. There was at least, yeah, like, I... artistry in Top Gun that just I, I haven't really seen recently in in Marvel and Star Wars movies.
1: Right. And I'm sure, like, A24 has all kinds of things that they reject that they shouldn't, you know? But, like, mm-hmm. as far as a production company, like, I'm just glad that those movies are are there in the show. They're, they're getting more into TV now. So like there's more shows with, you know, topics that normally aren't covered or I don't know. I, I find that it's, um, they're there. It's just, it's definitely not marketed as much, but, um, I am glad that like, at least there are some still, still thriving <laughs> that right. are putting out something.
0: Did a 24 do bullet train? Do you know?
1: I don't know. I don't think so.
0: That's I'm amazing. Sure. Cause that Brad Pitt movie and isn't, Brad Pitt is like a major factor of A twenty four, right?
1: I'm not sure about that. I think I looked that up and I couldn't I wasn't like a hundred percent sure if he's like still involved.
0: All right. Well hey, yeah. I'm gonna drop a note in here from Future George. Yeah, and we're gonna we'll we're right gonna down. learn. We're gonna learn what the truth is right now. Hey everyone, Future George here. Brad Pitt was not a founder of A twenty four films. But in November two thousand one, Brad Pitt Brad Gray and Jennifer Aniston co-founded a studio called plan B entertainment and plan B has worked with a 24. So he didn't start a 24, but he, uh, executive produced Minari, the last black man in San Francisco and moonlight, uh, which are all, you know, really big movies that help put a 24 on the map. So that's, that's where I got that from back to you, Fabio and past George. Well, that's interesting. Oh, I didn't know that that's, that's really impressive. Um, Thank you, future George, for dropping that knowledge on on A24 and Brad Pitt.
1: Yeah, now we all know.
0: All right, Fabio. I think that about covers up uh, the beginning. Are you ready to jump into our main topic? Yes. Cool, cool. I'll see you there, my guy. Shrimp. <laughs> shrimp?
1: Is that not what we're doing? Shrimp.
0: Uh, I love it. Let's talk. <laughs> You're a vegetarian. Do you eat shrimp?
1: No. They're disgusting. No? Even before, I wasn't a vegetarian. Shrimp is yeah, they're filthy. they're
0: yeah, they're just dudes. Is seafood in general filthy to you?
1: Um, I don't think all of it's filthy, but I I'd say that definitely bottom feeders are probably not like my first choice for if I were to consume a fish.
0: Yeah, if sh- if shrimp were on land, they would just be cockroaches, right?
1: Exactly, they're disgusting. And you have to and there's there's nothing else that I could buy that guarantees I will find some poop in it.
0: Yeah, you do. You do have to. I mean, it's called I think they call it de because they don't want to call it de-pooping. But yeah.
1: Yeah. How many times have you like eaten, gotten shrimp, though? And there was poop in it. And you're always like, oh, OK, I guess they don't do that here.
0: Oh, uh, buddy, you would hate lobster. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and I you think that you think that like, you, you know. think that's bad. You should you should see a lobster. It feels, it feels like, like every thing lobster thing you catch is like right after Thanksgiving. Oh,
1: Lord! yeah. No, I'm good. I'm real good on that. They smell horrible. Nobody ever says, you know, this isn't a too steaky steak because they like the way steak tastes. There's
0: a little too much steak in my steak. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It's like, oh, this is too fishy. We're like, well, you got the thing. Well, that was my shrimp take.
0: Yeah, your little shrimp rant. All right, Fabio, now are you ready to jump (laughs) into our main topic tonight? Yeah, Yeah. All right. Uh, Fabio, I reached out to Fabio because it was really important to me to have him on for this topic, and I very specifically want to talk about this. Tonight, we are talking about co-op games. And we are talking about co-op games because there is a tweet I saw that I'm looking up now that I'm going to keep looking for. Hold on a second.
1: Just keep keep uh, vamping over here. All right, this is a <laughs> this is
0: a tweet from at uh n o t y three s uh, s whatever. Uh, men really, in- yeah. N- oh, notice n- Notice how would you say it? Notius.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand those letters.
0: All right, there is a tweet from an account called Notius. Uh, men really invented online gaming as an excuse to talk on the phone all night with other men. And uh, I think I think they meant that pejoratively, but uh, they're also 100 percent right. That is one of my favorite ways to catch up with friends is to play online games together. And I specifically wanted Fabio on here because we have a group thread going of four people that we just love playing games with together. It doesn't always work out. You know, we're all living life. We're all doing our own thing. One person, Jamie, really only texts back like. I'd say like his ratios are like one to 280. Like he sends one text for every 280 texts he receives from the group. We also
1: talk a lot in there, which I'm thankful for. If we go a day without somebody popping something in there, it's like weird.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: Usually somebody will. So it's nice. Shout out to the. It
0: was was, was super selfish, though, because I was getting texts from Colin about playing games. And I was like, oh, I can't. I made a I made a plan to play with my buddy, Fabio. You were texting me about playing games. I was like, hold on a second. What if I just made a group (laughs) chat with the three of us? Yeah. And that way they could play with each other if I'm not available. And then uh, Jamie loved playing Call of Duty. And I was just like, okay, let's add him to this, too. And so this started and then the first game we all played together was Zombie Army 4.
1: Yes, I think
0: that's like one of the best games of last generation now. Like in hindsight, I think that is like one of the most fun things you can do on PlayStation 4.
1: And it's one of the, it's like something I would never have touched on my own.
0: No, like that it's game, just
1: something that normally wouldn't interest me to play. The game's myself.
0: probably bad on your own, but that game with yeah. three friends and the fact that it was a PlayStation Plus title, I think like beginning the year in like January. Oh, my God, the game yeah. is incredible. And we were so dedicated. We went through and we actually bought all the DLC for it.
1: Yeah. And it was on like super sale too. So
0: oh, it was great. that was, it was great. that was
1: really great. Yeah. 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 No, we had a lot of fun. I think you guys ended up playing it a lot more without me, but it was, um, cause you guys all got the platinum, but yeah. I mean like that was just such a perfect way to like continue to try to find other stuff that was similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of hit like a, a scratch that uh, hit a scratch, George. Hit a scratch that we couldn't itch.
0: Hit that scratch real good. Hit it like a car. Yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, Zombie Army, it's a very like the it's not like a super polished game, right? Like it's not like the most smooth moving, like it's it definitely feels like a PS3, PS2 game. <laughs> um upscaled obviously visually, but like, yeah. But it yeah, it's it doesn't I, I never heard anybody else talk about it until we played it.
0: We were probably the first people in the world to play it, just because uh, the way I, the way I invented Let's Plays. I think we invented that game's reputation.
1: They made number one, and we were like eh, two and three. We still didn't have any interest, and then by four, they were like, "We're gonna get them on this one." And then, then we. That's got a it, disappointing that the disappointing part,
0: sale. man. Zombie Army Trilogy just feels like such like a, a bad PC game from like twenty years ago. And then Zombie <laughs> Army Four, <laughs> yeah. they they made it a bit more arcadey. They they did that one right. Yeah. So it took us a few months, but man, we finally got, uh, finally got the platinum in that. And if you want, Fabio, I'll go back and play that game with you to help you get the platinum. Cause I still, I left that game on my hard drive. That is how much I enjoyed it.
1: <laughs> I wonder if there'll ever be a zombie army five. There's gotta be right.
0: There's, there has to be that
1: train's not slowing down. Hitler's got to die again.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Hitler, the dictator is so nice. They killed him twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, four times pointing to the cannon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so that that is the first co-op game I wanted to bring up. Fabi, what's a co-op game you want to talk about?
1: Um, I'll talk quickly about Warzone, just because I know that that's like one that you haven't really played too too much of. Um, of, but I think that that game came out at the most perfect time mm-hmm. for me personally, like it did with a lot of other people. It was like just after the pandemic hit, um, nobody was going out still. Like it was everyone was just stuck at home so it was such a perfect game to just because n- there were games like you know other battle royales like fortnite and i don't even think apex was out yet i don't know if it was i don't think so um maybe it was i don't know i don't PlayerUnknown's
0: player knowns battlegrounds so that was definitely out
1: PUBG, right exactly yeah um and but there was just nothing specifically like war zone like it was just it had the same movement of a call of duty game which is like the idea for or ideal like type movement for a shooter yeah. um and to be able to just drop in with a few friends and just explore areas and like make moments like those there's moments in that game that you, it just that's what makes the game perfect it is the the weird things that happen while you're playing and like the chance of victory but like I don't know that that game brought me close with like a lot of other friends that I had never really like hung out with or anything like that. And we've like we still play Warzone now. Right. Um, and yeah, I don't know, it, even though the game sucks now, um, I think it just the when it first first launched, it was just something so special and definitely like having that opportunity to hang out with friends during that time was perfect. So, yeah, that was like one of my top favorite co-op it's not really co-op but you know you play with uh, no no i get that i mean
0: you play so. in teams yeah i remember yeah, yeah. it was my 30th birthday and it was like right like the first summer of the pandemic right like that july mm-hmm. and i remember you and i just like hung out in Fortnite. like didn't yeah. even do it didn't even do anything in Fortnite. like yeah, i, think, I think we were we in,
1: went into a match
0: we didn't it was just like the free roam area yeah. right and i think <laughs> there was like a, a marshmallow event happening or something it was just you and I driving around and jumping around and playing with like the the weird bouncy pads. Oh man. Thanks for being there. That was the last
1: time I played Fortnite.
0: Me too. Yeah, Yeah. Thanks for being there on (laughs) on my 30th birthday. No, It was so
1: much fun. And I like, that's one of the things that like, I think is special about co-op in general is that the games don't have to be great. Or you don't even have to do anything. Sometimes it's just like that. Like you mentioned earlier, it's just that excuse to like, be on the phone with friends and yeah. have some kind of interaction and like some kind of just moment to hang out and like mindlessly explore, um, mm-hmm. which sounds really easy to do. But a lot of games do it wrong. Also, a uh,
0: 100 percent, a hundred thousand million percent. A lot of games. Like do what
1: if, what if I could, what if you could play Skyrim but with friends? Amazing idea. Fallout but with friends. Those mm-hmm. games I I still can't do them. I still I just can't do it. The the recipe isn't right. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it is. sucks.
0: I I think I bought you Elder Scrolls online. Yeah. And then like I bought it for me and then I played it for like 2 hours and I was like I can't do this.
1: Yeah. You would then, think it would be right.
0: And then, like every 6 months the latest expansion's always on sale for like mm-hmm. half off and I'm like, "Oh, maybe this is the one to do." I'm like, "No, George, it's not. It's not it's not going to do <laughs> it's it. you you've done this you've done this 6 times, man. Like just hit the net already. Like it's not going to happen. <laughs> Um, I'm really lucky in that I've got three friends who generally want to play games together, but sometimes that's really hard to do. Right. Sometimes, sometimes getting one person can be hard enough, but if you, if you can get one person to meet up with you, um, I got some games I want to recommend operation tango. That was a PlayStation plus game for uh, PS five where it's um, asymmetrical co-op. So like you got one person who's an agent who's in like a physical place. And then you got another person who is a, a hacker And basically all they're doing is just like trying to make the agent's life easier. You need to exchange information to to help each other uh, do your jobs better. And I I played that with Colin and uh, it was really, really good. There was one level that was super frustrating. But besides that, it was a pretty good way to spend time. Uh, Another game we really liked is called We Were Here. Uh, I think I talked about that on the show a little bit. Mm -hmm. And same same sort of deal where there's like two people in like an impossible situation And they need to rely on each other to uh, survive. I think the first game is like legitimately great. And it's incredibly short. It's really creepy. It's really well done. Uh, Diminishing returns as that series goes on. In fact, we're on either the third or fourth one right now. I cannot remember which. And um, God darn, that game is extremely frustrating. That game is really, really tough. Uh, Not because like the puzzles are too hard, but it's just like, the game itself just like doesn't work super well. I think their, their reach got a little too big for, uh, for their capabilities, unfortunately, mm. but those first two, like the first uh, we were here and uh, operation tango. I really recommend those. If you got another buddy that don't um, you know, play games with them. Fabio, you got one too. Uh, a game. Yeah. Um, Which one? It takes, two. I
1: have a lot of things written down at the moment.
0: It takes two. Oh, yeah. Oh, rattle. Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to set oh, you up. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. It takes two. Is I wrote down two more games right now, just because I remembered. I'll, I'll I'll spout them out quick. But like the Quarry and the Dark Pictures anthology, although like two people aren't necessarily playing at the same time, um, it is one of the most fun like co-op type games you can play, just because it's a very simple game to play but they, they play out like movies. And then each, you know, if you're in a room with people or like me and my fiance played it together and um, she would like help me make decisions. And like sometimes those decisions we were expecting just didn't turn out the way we were. And we were like, so invested in every single one that we played. It was, they're, they're all very, very fun. I highly recommend it. Um, And then, yeah, it takes two is fantastic. My fiance and I started playing it and then uh, her daughter saw us playing and wanted to play it as well. And, she got super hooked onto it. And um, yeah, it's, it's, a, there is, I can't think of any other co op game that like makes you work together the way that this game does. And mm-hmm. it's specifically about like, not to spoil too much, but it's specifically about like a failing relationship between two parents. And I think that like that concept of like two stubborn people who are not doing well like together. Um, having it to work together, it just works with the narrative. It works with the gameplay. Like the puzzles are fun. It's yeah. simple enough that you know, even if you don't play a lot, like it's you can pick it up. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I think that that is probably one of the best co-op games ever made.
0: I agree. I played that game with someone, uh, a really good friend of mine. But man, they were so drunk. They were <laughs> so drunk. And there's like one like minecart level. That like very quickly became like one of my most like frustrating gaming experiences yeah, yeah, ever. Yeah. Not because I couldn't do it, but because they couldn't do it. And hot <laughs> damn, just like trying to like yell out like now jump now, and like there was like I think a bit of a delay with uh with the mic, and they were wasted. Um, they I think they were they were going through stuff. So like I'm, I'm not like knocking like also like I get drunk a lot. Like I'm not, not I'm not knocking someone drunk. But uh, man, that game some sometimes a little a little tough if you're not uh, not in the right headspace. But man, uh, yeah. a beautiful game and really interesting too. I'm excited for uh, Jose Ferris's next project.
1: I know, yeah, I love that dude. I'm very curious to see what he'll do next. Has he announced it?
0: I think they just announced it, but oh, I was okay. not paying close enough attention because he yeah, he was I'm like trending on Twitter the other day. I just wasn't. Oh but, okay. I, have to check I, out I, then. I was like down at a wedding. I left the house. I went to a big function.
1: That's exciting.
0: I haven't done that in a couple of years. I was very nervous. How did that go? Pretty good. Waiting uh, a couple more days before taking my COVID test. Still wearing a mask everywhere I go, but I would do that even if I weren't positive for COVID. Yeah. yeah. Uh I still get a lot of looks at the gas station, but I don't care. It makes me feel better. Anyways, um, but yeah, I left I left my house. It was strange. That's great.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you can say what you want about masks, but I haven't uh, gotten as sick as I used to. So,
0: yeah, you know it was really cool about the last two years. I mean, not a lot to be a hundred percent honest, but uh, not getting a cold <laughs> was really nice. That was yeah. that was new. I'll, I'll take that.
1: I got sick like maybe once, I think, but it wasn't COVID. So, freaked out. We're fine. Fabio.
0: Can I, can I share two games that I'm afraid are on your list? I just want to get them out. Yes. Um warhammer chaos bane which is like a diablo clone like three force camera isometric action rpg Mm
1: -hmm.
0: super super smooth super good i think it's just like a really competent game like this is the game i think it was called warrior's lair was supposed to come to vita and if it was just this game basically like on handheld i think the vita would have been saved that's probably not true but man i it would have been probably like my favorite one of my favorite games on the platform for sure. And then Warhammer Vermintide, which is basically (laughs) like a a medieval first-person shooter, ostensibly, um, and first-person sword swinger, where you're just fighting this thing called the Vermintide, which is just like rat zombies, basically, for all intents and purposes. And then each level ends with like a Yeah, And then there's rat hookers and that's not like prostitutes. (laughs) They're just rats that have very long hooks and pull (laughs) you like you're someone on stage like in Vaudeville Act who just like shouldn't be on stage. And every time they grab you, it's like actually terrifying (laughs) even if you know it's coming. (laughs) But man, Vermintide 2 is amazing. And like the best part about those two games is they are usually on sale for like under $10 on uh, PlayStation Network. And I assume that extends to the Microsoft Store as well.
1: Yeah, they run pretty well. Like we played, I don't think we had any like technical issues that Eric can remember. Um, mm-hmm. It's very fun. It's like. Uh, it's surprisingly pretty for a PS4 game.
0: Oh, I think it looks great. It runs great, too. Yeah. Super smooth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 60 frames per second. Yeah. It's yeah, it's, a, it's a fun game.
0: Played that on PlayStation 5 and didn't have any issues with the frame rate either. Yeah. Um, yeah. So looks like looks really good. Yeah. Fabio, any more to hit us with?
1: um i can remember like going on the topic of like bad games that still make fun co-op experiences mm-hmm. uh army of two i remember me and a friend just sat there all day oh and yeah and just played through the story um super cheap game <laughs> at the time like it wasn't it never really did well like even back then it was on sale for like eight bucks or something
0: mm-hmm.
1: but um yeah i just like i i remember like just being bored with a friend and being like, yeah, let's just go to GameStop and grab a game and let's just play it.
0: Yeah. And
1: like, that was, yeah. Like that, it's just, it doesn't matter what it is. It's just the experience of playing it together can be the fun part.
0: Yeah. You and I were talking about it. We were like prepping for the show and we're like, you know what? Sometimes maybe even like a bad game is better just because like it, it forces you to like really disengage with the material. And it's kind of like the reason I always thought that like a, a, a movie was like a good date, like a good first date with someone is that like you go to a movie first and then you go out to dinner. And then like the best part about that is like, you have something to talk about, right? Like after the movie, you can talk about the movie and the way like a game is bad. Like if you and your buddy like haven't talked to each other in a long time or it's awkward, like you can talk about the game and how bad it is. Like there's like built in conversation material for you to talk to someone.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, for sure. I, um, I think that like some of the best co-op games too have been like smaller indie brand indie indie companies that like mm-hmm. have been publishing games like uh one of the like best games that we've ever played, George. Yeah. In space. Fighting y- yeah. spiders.
0: Oh my As god. Dwarves. This is probably my game of the year so far, <laughs> to Dude, be completely what, honest.
1: How is this game real? Like honestly, like it's such a perfect game. Like, I don't know. We never, I don't think once had a connectivity issue.
0: Are, are you saying you want to jump back into the space rig?
1: Honestly, I like, I, I've thought about it. I wish they, the only thing, the only complaint I have about it is that now we're in season two and mm. there hasn't been much added.
0: And it's I exactly the same as a season huge one. update
1: yeah. coming, though. Mm-hmm. There is an update coming from what I've seen. I saw some images of some crazy looking new aliens that aren't spiders. So that's fun. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'll be worth Sorry, getting did, back into it.
0: Did, did we say the game? Did we say Deep Rock Galactic?
1: It's uh, it's, it's uh, Dwarves. The name of the game is Dwarves.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, Dwarves, also known <laughs> as Deep Rock Galactic. It's a yeah, first person shooter in like a procedurally generated world where you need to like go through these little caverns. And you need to mine X amount of randomized material. That's the yep. entire game. And you fight waves and waves of spiders. And uh, the game's incredible. The game's like absolutely astonishing.
1: And there's a couple different objectives. Like you know. Depending on the level that you choose. And there's the progression though. Is a little fuzzy. So mm. and it, it is a very long grind. Um, but it is a free game. If you had it on. Uh, if you picked it up for PlayStation Plus at one point. And I think it's also on Game Pass.
0: I was, so, I was I was looking no through my I was looking through my PSN profiles that's how I'm like that's like my list of games I'm talking about I'm at 50 of 70 trophies
1: oh my god I thought you uh platinum that for some reason
0: no no that 70 game
1: 70 trophies
0: there's 70 trophies with the DLC oh yeah oh my
1: god that's oh with the DLC too yeah that's still a lot though
0: it's, it might be too much. Yeah, uh, that, yeah that it, that's, the, that's the
1: only flaw I'd say is the progression and the like amount of grind is a lot. Yeah, like almost not worth it.
0: Trying to occupy a similar space. Uh, sorry, a, a similar space you, Colin, and I played a game called Arcade Geddon.
1: Oh, which is yeah.
0: A third person shooter that looks like it was trying to steal like a lot of like personality and vibes from sunset overdrive like i was trying to be like hey look at this like you know momentum forward shooter game mm-hmm. i just don't think that game played very well unfortunately no
1: it, the control it, well, it just didn't feel good it felt like everything was very floaty and like the progress like nothing made sense that we were doing
0: mm-hmm. like
1: not that it has to but like there was just no like it didn't feel like we were doing anything that mattered it was just very like looter shooter kind of but yeah no end
0: The one piece of credit that I do really want to give it, though, is I feel like they did a really good job of making it competitive within the co-op, you know, like they they did a really good job of like making us fight for guns like in that. So like we could get like a leg up and there was like mini games kind of like spurs throughout each level you were in where like you'd be working together, you know, uh, killing all these like basic enemies for currency or whatever. So you can like upgrade at like a checkpoint and then all of a sudden there would just be like, uh, okay, it's 1v1v1, you know, like <laughs> in, a, in like a, a team or not a team death match, but like a Slayer match, you know, where it's just like, okay, first eight kills wins. And it's just like, oh, this is kind of interesting that like we didn't need to load into this. It was just kind of like a side quest basically. And like the thing we were trying to accomplish.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. I mean, I'm sure it's got some good bits in it. I just couldn't find them sure. right off the bat.
0: <laughs> no, no, I hear you. I hear you
1: and you know it's weird because like we talked about a game not being very good and that making a good experience but that doesn't always work either like aliens um fire team elite. fire team elite we really tried we wanted that game to be good so bad and we wanted Man, to have the, fun in it the funniest part just... is we get
0: texts we get texts from colin every day he's just like so i was on the fire team elite reddit
1: <sighs> Looks like <there's, laughs> yeah. looks like
0: there's an update coming soon you boys ready to jump back in <laughs> it's like come on on, man you know it's it's,
1: like that's the i think that the borderline too is like how how punishing is the co-op and that's Mm. not always true either i don't i don't understand what makes a good like something good like what makes something objectively good or subjectively i guess
0: well it's like like what the supreme court says about pornography Mm. right it's like i can't define it but i know it when i see it like i can't put into words what makes like a co-op game great but like you, Colin and I and Jamie, if he, you know, isn't busy, uh, it, it takes 10 minutes for us. And like a recent example of that is Strange Brigade, which is made by Rebellion, the same people who did Zombie Army 4. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you. I was like losing sleep to that game, not because I was playing it, but because I was like literally in bed thinking about it. This is like a <laughs> 1930s, like pulpy adventure game where it's basically like the mummy or like an yep. Indiana Jones type vibe and you're just like going to like all these you know adventure locations that have been kind of like fetishized in 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 Pulp Fiction not the movie but like the genre and uh, you know you're just like fighting like weird as as Tekken zombies or you know like like pygmy enemies that like come up to you and like explode or whatever and it's just got like a pretty good uh energy about it I mean I'm sure it's like you know, s- slightly racist, but that's not what I mean. But like, it it doesn't take itself too seriously. I guess is like the energy right. I'm talking about, where like it just introduces like these crazy ideas, and then it just like kind of dares you to have fun with it.
1: Yeah, And I do and I, have
0: a lot of fun with it.
1: I think the puzzles make it special. There aren't too many co op games that have like a good like a good mix of action and like heavy puzzles, like and not just like very simple like shoot this thing. It's like we will be there. The four of us were like racking our brains trying to figure out a puzzle and trying to figure it out together like you got to move across you know 50 tiles and if you step on the wrong tile it resets the whole thing so you know figuring out how to get across using the puzzle you know pieces like in the the clues the visual clues that are laid around the maps um that's yeah, the I happiest
0: it's that's the happiest I've seen you playing a game recently yeah. is like when we got to like that door puzzle where like oh this g-, like we tried to do we're like this is stupid and then I think I stuck around I'm like no I think it starts like this and like I was able to solve like the first part and then after that I was just like way out of my depth but then like you and Colin took over and you're like oh no you got to reorient yourself and like that was the part that like I couldn't like reconcile with yeah. but like the two of you just like understood what to do and then like we actually fi- like it took probably like eight minutes like it took that was the thing we spent the most time on that level like that took longer than like the boss fight was like actually figuring out like how to open that door and then we open it and it's just like oh here's a little here's a little gold here's yeah. little xp like it, it wasn't for anything major whatsoever but right. that was easily like the thing i'll remember first when like reflecting yeah. on that level for sure
1: yeah, and I, I I don't know what happened to that game. I don't know why it didn't get as much attention as it, I think it should have. I don't know if it's technical issues. I know we had some discon, like disconnections, um, but overall, I, yeah, it was like five bucks for like the complete edition with all the DLC or something like that, like four dollars, yeah. something insanely cheap. Yeah, I, um, I mentioned
0: it on a, a podcast here recently. We we've also been taking breaks just because a lot of us you know have been working or or traveling or whatever. Um. Man, I bought that game physically like two years ago. That's like, so for, like,
1: crazy. I'd never even heard about
0: it. I hadn't heard about it either. But like I uh, I still buy like a lot of physical media uh, from like Best Buy because they actually have like the best shipping if you live in the middle of nowhere like I do. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll be at times where like, oh, I really just want these two movies. I don't want to spend like an extra twenty five dollars to get like another Blu-ray or whatever. And then I'll always like peruse like their, their gaming section and like uh, d- specifically on clearance. Like that game was like 10 bucks, nine bucks. And like, that was what I needed to like get free shipping. And I never had any interest in playing it, <laughs> but it was just, it was just like me like, Hey, this looks kind of weird. I'm glad I have it physically. And man, that game, I, I wish that game came out this year. So it could be like one of my games of the year. Cause I, I absolutely love playing it so much.
1: Yeah. I don't know where they're at with like their series. I know they also make the sniper. Um, What's a, it's a sniper elite, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's like five different types of sniper games that all have similar names. Um,
0: they also made a good alien games not that long ago. Like they made like they? Alien versus Predator for like PlayStation was 3. Was that Rebellion? Yeah.
1: Oh. I was thinking about downloading that the other day.
0: That one was good. That was like where you get like a yeah. human campaign, an alien campaign, and like a Predator campaign. That one was fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, the, the stuff they put out, it's like, it's not the most polished prettiest game It like i'd say i don't know what it is about their 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 engine but the movement is always really weird to me Mm -hmm. um but for some reason i don't know what it is about strange brigade is i think it's just the 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 puzzle aspect and the working together aspect that it forces you to do it in a way that like no other game has so i think it's interesting yeah yeah you feel like you're on a fun adventure it's it's really fun yeah can't wait till right. we get to the quicksand level. Cause I know it's coming <laughs> <laughs> live out my childhood fears.
0: Uh, do you have any more games you want to mention? Cause I, I kind of want to pivot to like a different category of games.
1: Um, quick touch on like souls games. Um, I know that those typically aren't highlighted as like co-op, but there are major co-op elements to it. And although I haven't really played too much with friends on it, um on most Souls games. Uh I've seen a lot of people have like very major bonds over like Bloodborne, dungeons and stuff like that.
0: Do um, you wanna uh, do you wanna help me platinum Bloodborne?
1: Yeah, I'll do it. I'm I'm no. not that far out of it. I, I yeah, I'll I'll definitely do it. I think I'm really close to platinuming that game. Cool. Um and then uh Halo is another one. Where the co-op is one of the dumbest types of co-op, like you literally just spawn to like Master Chiefs. It's it's very strange, <laughs> but mm. just playing it. Um, I know you and I had like an amazing time playing through the Halo campaigns. And you and I
0: have played through it multiple times at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like that's always. I think we do that like mostly in the winter.
1: Yeah, it does turn out. Yeah, usually. And then the I think in
0: time. the summer we usually do like Gears of War.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both. Both great co-op games like you know it, it, they're just nice games to kind of zone out because their missions are very simple and you know mm-hmm. it's, it's very easy to just have a good conversation or hang out with friends while playing
0: yeah and like except for two there's like no boss fight you know it's just like oh we gotta take the shields off this guy. So like there yeah, there really yeah. isn't like a whole lot of like coordination but like it is really funny when like you know someone oh i accidentally like stuck a grenade to you and then you get blown right. 800 <laughs> feet into the sky <laughs> um that's a good transition um the thing i want to talk about is like kind of like live servicey games really quick uh i've been getting more into destiny 2 again recently i've been trying to play more with awesome but uh we we only played the one time unfortunately we got to set up times to like actually do it (laughs) together because i'm i'm it felt so good man just like downloading that game and like the first headshot i got on like one of the fallen i'm just like oh yeah that feels right that's what a headshot should feel like um so Destiny 2 is one, and then um, the other big one... Oh, God, I'm blanking on the name. I'm blanking on the name. I'm blanking on the name. Maybe it's just Destiny 2. Maybe that's the only one I want to talk about. Maybe that's just the best one. Oh, The Division. That's what it was. Okay, The oh. Division.
1: Okay.
0: Are Which you getting um, back into that? Uh, yeah, I grabbed The Division 2, and uh, I, I know Elijah... I know Elijah is super like, on board to play that game, too. We played a co-op game together. We played Rainbow Six Quarantine. Okay. Uh, Austin, Elijah, and I. I actually thought that game was pretty fun. I'm mad that like I, I bought a game for the trophy specifically and didn't just like do it on Xbox. And uh, we played it exactly one time. But like that game, uh, really tactical. I know you like tactical shooters.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I tried playing that game. It, it wasn't for me. Um... I don't know why, but it just looked like it had like a thick layer of grease over it. Like it was all the color was all washed out. And very yeah. Everything is me. like
0: covered in Vaseline. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the mission structure just didn't really make too much sense to me. Like it was, it was fine. It was fine, but it really felt like it should have just been like a, like, I think originally it was a special mode in rainbow six siege. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they made it its own game, but I, I that game's not going to last very much longer. I'm sure the servers yeah. will go out soon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh let's see another game i want to get back in uh i really want to check out avengers i got like half the trophies in that and like they've just added so much new content since i play. Like, i don't i don't think i've played that game in like a, exactly a year maybe maybe like 18 months um so i kind of want to go back and, and check out everything that's been added to that game <sighs> all right i think that that covers pretty much everything on my end is there anything else you wanted to uh talk about
1: I am. I mean, not that like it needs any praise because people are going to buy it regardless. But I am very excited for Modern Warfare Two, um, just because of how much more was added to this one. Like, there's just so much to do okay. in it. So even if you don't like parts of it or certain modes or whatever, like there, they, there's just so much to do. And they're bringing back Special Ops, which is co-op.
0: That's what um, that was going to be my follow question because that was what yep. first that first came out on Modern Warfare Two, right?
1: Yeah. 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 And um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's going to be really fun. The, the, the build that they had for the game has so much more involved. I saw somebody, there was an enemy like APC or truck or something like that. And uh, somebody jumped on the side, you can ledge grab. And then while the guy was driving off, he shot him while he was in that car. Like who the enemy was like, it just, it's like things like that that are just insane. And I just can't imagine how the mission structure is going to be. But uh yeah, very excited for modern warfare too. That's, awesome. that's my, that's my game I'm waiting for. This yeah, year. I don't,
0: I don't think I have any like co-op games coming out that I'm looking forward to. I am excited to get tiny Tina's wonderland on like black Friday prices, black Friday sales. Cause I really, I played the trial of that game and I really enjoyed it but I'm not paying, I don't want to pay $70 for it.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Do you feel like Borderlands still like has a place at all? Or do you think it's like, I mean, you like tiny Tina's from what you played, but do you think that like they're changing it up enough to, to keep it going?
0: I, I do. Like they still sort of like partition out like the overworld from like, you know, different segments. And like, that was honestly one thing that was like kind of a turn off in the original Borderlands. Like, I just thought they did like a really bad job of like, oh, I need to go here. It's like, well, you can fast travel here and they need to go to like the right exit on this map to like get to the right extension. I'm like, you couldn't have either made this like a full open world or just like made it easier to fast travel. And this seems yeah. to do like a better job of, of segmenting things. Um, But it's fun. It's got like a really nice voice cast. Like it's got like Andy Samberg and like Wanda Sykes. And oh, Will wow. Arnett. I didn't know that. Um, That's crazy. So- and uh, God, what's your name? It's not Laura Bailey. I think it's the other one. It's the the chick from like that uh, that Apple Plus show. I cannot remember her name. I feel really bad now. Uh, but like yeah, everyone in it is like absolutely crushing it. Like it's like, Andy Samberg is so funny in that game. So I'm eagerly anticipating in j- okay. jumping back into it. All right, I think that about covers everything I want to talk about. Fabi, you got any closing words for the people listening at home or not at home, wherever they may be having their ears?
1: Yeah, go home and play co-op games. Stop going outside. Outside is bad for you. Yeah, you that's never true. leave your house.
0: Yeah, outside's trying to kill you. So just stay inside and uh, play games.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's it's fine.
0: <laughs> Austin is our our leader and our editor. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Austin J Eller elijah you can find him on twitch and a uh, twitter at loco lizard coach does not have a twitter so you can probably find him in a planet fitness somewhere um Hell yeah. you know either in like the steamer room or, or lifting heavy things seth is at uh seth the 90s kid uh follow him for for musings but uh i lied don't follow him he doesn't want you to follow him but you can you can still see his tweets Uh, you can follow me and my comic book show short box summary at purple bird six one six. Got a new episode coming out this week. Really exciting stuff. Hung out with the people from last comic shop. And we talked about, uh, Wolverine, uh, enemy of the state or no, sorry. Agent of shield. The second part of the story, agent of shield. So, uh, look forward to that. We just talk about weird Logan carnage as he tears a hole through the Marvel universe. And, uh, do you want people to follow you?
1: Uh, yeah, you find me. I just started up uh tick tock. Find me on TikTok tock at Ophidian Ritual with an E at the
0: end. Yeah, I was going to say Ritual with an E right now. Yeah. I remember being really confused because I know your your PSN profile name. And then you and I started playing Call of Duty together. And I was like, oh, man, who's this punk? He's so good. Oh, he's a dork. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, that's my buddy, Fabio. Oh, Ritual. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just um, post like, game clips with music that I like and it's fun to just edit them, so I've just been posting them.
0: Fabio is really good at Call of Duty. Um, I have fun. I probably won't win a Call of Duty match if I'm, like, the best player on the team. But if I'm the second best player on the team, I like our chances. And whenever I play with Fabio, he is always the best player on our team. It is.
1: Let's get on Modern Warfare 2, Warzone 2. Is there
0: going to be, like, a Zombies mode? Or is this supposed to be, like, authentic no, to the zombies. original? No, Zombies. This is
1: going to be, like, a continuation of Modern Warfare 2019. So. Oh, man, that game was great. I'm, sh- <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that Raven doesn't get involved and start putting all their weird stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But... uh yeah, no. This it, it's it's truly impressive. Like, I'm excited to, for you to be able to. So, are they
0: going to yeah. like start? Are they going to start like redoing Black Ops next? do You think?
1: I don't think so because they they're taking a break next year from any mainline series, and they're going to oh. be using like between Modern Warfare 2. They have a new mode coming out called DMZ Plus Warzone 2. Like they they're just going to be expanding this live service for a couple years, mm. um, which I think is a great call. So. I'm excited. I think it's going to make it a little more streamlined on like with one story line without having to go to World War Two scopes uh, on on MP40s. So (laughs) I'm excited for like that. And and
0: Vanguard had its moments. Okay,
1: it had its moments. Um, But yeah, I I don't know. I'm excited for like one team to own it. And like Infinity War is my favorite. You don't like
0: a you don't like a six x zoom on your Luger with like an extended thirty two round uh, clip. Oh my god,
1: dude! They've like added so many stupid things. Like instead of it being a five gun attack or five attachment gun, it's like a ten attachment gun. For you could you have to equip or you can't equip one option for every single type of attachment. And then on top of that, they got fire bullets. They got all kinds of weird stuff. Long bullets. just lengthened that's the kind of bullet you get lengthened i don't understand what they did it's horrible i don't want to talk
0: about it all right well if you want to see uh call of duty clips that make sense check out ophidian ritual on tiktok um fabio thank you so much for being here man
1: yeah thanks for having me yeah uh
0: thank you so much for listening to frame skip and we will be back in your ears next week
1: bye